Welcome back to Geek Show Help Desk. Yeah. I'm here. Yeah. You're still hey. here. You were here last week, too. Despite... I was. I had much less energy, though. Yeah. I was. Are. I feel like crap last week. There's no doubt about it. I could see that. I could see the fever slowly rising in you through the show, where you just yeah. kind of got more drained. Like, oh, what is the point? There was halfway through the second show we we recorded. There was a moment where like, this ain't worth it. I almost, I almost just got up and left. It's worth it because of our dear listeners who downloaded mm-hmm. us. Thank you, dear listeners. I did this it is for you Ge- guys. That's right. This is the Geek Show Help Desk where we talk about. Tech, gadgets, and sciencey things, whatever looks cool at the moment, that you might overhear your help desk folks, guys talking about in your IT team. If you're not friends in. with those guys, go become friends with those guys. Mm-hmm. They yeah. can help you out. We're the coolest. And they hook you up sometimes. That's right. true. If you, you always walk into the IT cave or the IT room and it goes dead silent, by the way, you'll hear oh, them yeah. outside the door joking, nerding out. Everyone stops, <laughs> stares at you. Who's he going to pick to ask for help? I hope it's not me. I'm super busy. (laughs) I I joined a lunch down there a couple weeks ago. We were watching a questionable episode of Seinfeld. The one that you suggested, by the way. (laughs) Did I? I I don't remember. Anyway, (laughs) it was great. But as soon as a a woman entered, went went silent, episode (laughs) turned off. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's Jaron pushing the questionable episodes of Seinfeld. Hey, this is me, Jaron. You can find me on the social media platform formerly known as Twitter, at Jaron. There we go. Underneath him, we got Owen. Hey, that's me. Follow me on Twitter, X. I'll, I'm gonna. I'm slowly getting used to it. I know I'm behind the curve, but uh, at TechnoAwen, or on Blue Sky at TechnoAwen. Nice. Next to him, we got Lando. Hey, it's Lando. You can find me on the social media platform that is slowly dying due to the current ownership named Elon Musk. Womp womp. Um, I'm there. I'm on the Blue Skies, both places, Landon Conover. It, it's it's dead there, so whatever. Um, if you pester me, I will follow, I'll follow you, though. We learned that last week. We did. Encouraging. Um, and we have a host. His name's Tony. Hey, check me out on X Twitter, at Quad T Tony, or on Blue Sky, which I should get on more often, but there's just not a lot happening there, at Quad T. All right, now that that's over with and you know who we are, Let's see if anyone decided to write us an email. Did anyone write us an email, Jaron? I'll give you one guess. Yes. Email. Was that right? I meant, I'll give you one guess on who wrote us. Oh, it's probably Lang. Probably Lang. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Of course it was Lang. Uh, Lang says, howdy, helpsters. Next week, I'll be terrorizing your home state with my presence on a business trip. Then it brought up yet another question for the panelists. for him. What gadgets or tech do you travel with? This trip, I'll have to bring my laptop for work. I'm excited to really use my Steam Deck without my kids begging to play it. Then downside for when I travel is I almost always have a multi-tool on my carry-on and forget. So I've had at least three of those confiscated. See you next yep. week, Ling. Yep, yep, yep. You got to remember to take the pocket knife out or the Leatherman out. No good. <laughs> I lost I always... a set of tools. I lost like the screwdriver set and stuff like that was in my backpack. Mm. They're like, mm. bummer. No screwdrivers for you. Mm-mm. I always travel with uh, my daily stuff. You know, got to have your phone. I take my iPad and... Keys, wallet, phone. Yep. I used to take my gaming laptop, but I have since divested of that, and I just have my ROG Ally, so I take that with. That's it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and charging stuff. Yeah. yeah. Double your cord, Double your cords. You, you Just do it. 
You, mm-hmm. I you won't regret bring it. all sorts of cords when I double when I double yep. your cords and have a huge battery backup. Uh, Agreed. That's the the two things I always travel with. I don't travel with any gaming stuff though. What? Who are you? I know. That's you have a Steam Deck. I had a Steam Deck. Not anymore. oh, that's right. You sold it. Yep. Yeah. Um, you can buy mine if you'd like. I don't. I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like. Nope. I, don't. I can't. I can't do that. <laughs> I'm saving my schmeckles for I'm I'm saving my schmeckles for maybe the the second gen of the Steam Deck or yeah, it'll be R- waiting. ROG Ally. Yeah, I will. It's good for me. It's fine. Nothing wrong with anticipation. Builds mm. builds joy. Sometimes it's better than what? the real thing. Uh, the only thing I, I've been super jealous of though is Tony and your ally. You've been playing that in your room and being oh, able yeah. to take Baldur's Gate upstairs and not ruin your marriage. Oh yeah. I <laughs> have just been doing the other thing, ruining just, my marriage. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still playing, but yep. ruining my marriage. Oh, I just and I'm uh, yeah. jealous I, of that. That's the fir- it's the first time I, a use case I've had for that ever. I stream <sighs> it from my big PC to my Gosh, ally. And I so I get all the graphical bells and whistles. And everything. Let me check, let me check how great. Bitcoin's doing. Maybe I'll turn on my miners for a little bit here. And make negative <laughs> money? Yeah, good choice. And give them money. Before <laughs> Owen goes off on that tangent, I bring my work laptop, ROG Ally, iPad Pro, and that's about it. The only time I take my work laptop is if it's a work trip. If it's not oh. a work trip, nope. Lucky you. I have to take it no matter what. Lucky Same. me, indeed. All right. Well, there you go. Thanks for writing in, Lang. And uh, safe travels, good sir. All right. What do we got? We got some stuff to talk about. You know what? Let's just get this out of the way first. It's been sitting on the list for like a month because other stuff comes up. But you know what? Today's the day. I got another earbud review. Yeah, there we go. So these are the Soundcore... Liberty Pro 3s. What a name. It's, it's been so long. Oh, yeah, I wrote There's it on there. There's been so many revisions of what they call those, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, these are the latest ones, if I remember correctly. But they have been out for, I think, close to a year. So they'll probably, they probably have, have, a, a, they probably a have two new models at this point. <laughs> a new one coming out soon, I'm sure. But this does uh, scratch the old itch, you know, that uh, Tony has. So. Exactly. What where? a weird itch. I know. I know. I saw, I saw him on sale, and we've had a listener to ask about Soundcore stuff in the past, and so I figured, you know what, I'm going to do it. Oh, these are not cheap either. Well, I found them on sale for uh, fifty-five bucks, I think. Oh, that's that's a good price. Yeah, on the really website, good price. They're one thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, it was some. It was some uh, weird sale that soundcore was having for like three days it popped up on slick deals and it was like 60 percent off or something so i said ah, you know i'm gonna do it but uh the specs on these are what you'd expect for a higher end earbud you've got the um noise cancellation and it's it's okay on these ones nothing nothing special it's definitely not airpod pro 2 quality i wouldn't even quite say that it's sony xm4 quality and i haven't tried the xm5s so but they're cheaper right oh yeah these are much cheaper okay so that's that's Um, understandable yeah exactly um sound quality i think is quite good um it has a dual driver setup it's got a balanced armature and a regular driver so you get the balanced armature for your mids and highs and the regular larger driver for the base uh supports dual connectivity What's I can't remember the word for that right now. Um, 
multi-point, multi. multi yeah, multi-connect, multi-point multi, connectivity. Multi-point. Yeah. So you can have it connected to two devices at once. You can't stream from two devices at the same time, but it'll switch between the two that you do have connected very quickly and very easily. Um, USB-C charger, and it comes with like six different ear tips, um, as well as some wings. You can't, there we go. You can see them a little, those are the medium-sized wings. They they sit in pretty comfortably, I think, in my ear. Um, like wings. You've been the Liberty I've never Pro liked wings. Yeah, Liberty. Oh, I'm Liberty the Pro fours right now. Oh, they have fours out. Uh huh. So I'm like, I'm looking at your yours and looking at the ones. I'm like, those are not the same thing. Well, no, they have like the Soundcore has like five different lines of earbuds. Soundcore. Liberty. So these are Liberty Fours, not Liberty Pro. 4s. Yeah, exactly. No, you got to you got to have the Pro. You got to have the mm. Pros. It's a different model, and so got it. The the Pro Threes, I believe, are the latest version of the Liberty Pro line. Uh, but like I said, they're like a year old. Does not have uh, wireless charging, so you can't just set it on a charger. Um, oh, that's a bummer. I th- I think that's table stakes at this point. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. All right. And then uh, the other thing that it um, has is uh, a pretty long battery life, actually. It's like, I think, what was this? It was claimed at like eight hours, I want to say. And with the noise cancellation running? With the noise canceling running, I want to say it was uh, uh, six hours. Yeah, that's not bad. Which is pretty good for the noise canceling being Mm -hmm. on at the same time. Here we go. So the Liberty Pro Three, the Liberty Three Pros are one seventy. I yeah. correct myself. I was looking yeah, at the yeah, wrong yeah. ones. So they're, they're, I think they're kind of the highest end ones that that Soundcore has. Um, but I just got them on. They a They're certainly the most expensive deal. ones. I got them on a super good deal. So eight hours, yeah, eight hour playtime. So charge for fifteen minutes, listen for three hours. It does have single use on each earbud. So if you want to just put one in and leave the other one in the case for like a phone call or whatever, that's table stakes. Did yeah, not all earbuds do that? No, it oh. should be. But yeah, there's still a few out there that don't. So anyway, all that being said, I think the sound quality was really solid. Um, I would say probably 8.5 out of 10 sound quality wise. And then uh, noise canceling was probably like a 6.5 out of 10. Battery life was quite good. And the multipoint connectivity seemed solid and worked quite well. Overall, I would say if you can get these for under a hundred bucks and you're looking for a good sounding set of higher end earbuds, I'd recommend them for under a hundred bucks. I don't think I could recommend them for over a hundred, considering some of the other deals you can get, like on the eBay refurbished stuff with some of the, like the Sony XM4s and things like that. And so even AirPods are come down to two hundred AirPod Pro twos. Yeah, if you're already up in the 170, if you if you were thinking about paying full price for these, no, 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 just spend another 30 bucks and get the AirPod Pro twos or some uh, something else for you know the 200 dollar region. But oh, see right now on Soundcore's website, they are 99.99, 70 dollars off. What website are you on? That's a different website than I'm on. Us.soundcore.com. Amazon has them for 100 right now. Do you have also. a different internet than me? Is that what's happening? What's I happening? have the better internet. So anyway, there you go. Uh, easy recommendation. I, if you could get them under 80, easy recommendation. Easy recommendation yeah. under 80. Pretty good recommendation at 10, at 100. Above that, though, you okay, get in some other territory. It might be worth... What are you looking? Prove it. I think you're lying, uh, Tony. You want, you want to see it? 
Here, just I'll put a link to, in the chat. There you yeah, go. Why don't you Thank just you. Go to it's well, it's Amazon, though. Yeah, I said it's a hundred dollars on Amazon. Also, it's on both for a hundred dollars. So that's anyway. Worth it. Hmm. That's not bad. Oh, oh, one thing that does have that I almost forgot is it has a good app, uh, at least on iPhone. I'm sure it's the same thing on Android, and it does a, uh, a customized listening profile, and it has you go through on each ear separately and plays tones at different frequencies and different levels to see what you can hear and what you can't hear. Oh. That's good because I'm and adjust. I'm more deaf in one ear. Yeah, exactly. I'm a little bit as well, and so it ad- cool. it adjusts the uh, the sound quality for that. I you know I forgot about that, and that's a pretty cool feature. Um, so yeah, it uh, you know that is neat. There you go. Speaking of cool earbud tech, have you heard of Mems, Tony? Yeah, I'm waiting for Sound Blaster to release a set of earbuds that they promise is coming out with this. I think you mean creative. Oh, uh, creative, yeah. Who makes Sound Blaster? Yeah, I was... Like, I know what you meant, Tony. Yeah, Thanks, Lando. Yeah. Anyway, this, I was going to correct you. This tech <laughs> is pretty cool. It's it is, cool. It is a solid-state driver. It's not like your typical speaker that mm-hmm. is, is has existed for the last, I don't know, 100 years or whatever. It's not a flexible um, diaphragm that goes in and out and creates the sound. Mm. Yep. It's called Micro Electromechanical Systems, MEMS for short. Um, so instead of using magnets and coils, it uses piezos and silicon. Pizos. Pizos? Pizos, yeah. That's how you say that. So piezo, piezo, piezoelectric stuff is like, uh, quartz. Uh, you can take a little tiny quartz crystal and send electricity through it and it vibrates at a very, very, very yeah. precise frequency. Posters and that's how use this. quartz I mean, watches mm-hmm. keep time. This is essentially magic, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I mean, you might as well call it that. Yeah. So right now, it's in a $1,500 in-ear monitor. Yeah. It's wired. <laughs> uh, so very expensive, but uh, people that have tested it say it has extremely excellent sound in the highs, mids, mediums, even lows. Not not as quite as loud in this particular model Just in the lows. mids and mediums. That's saying the same thing twice. Yeah, I know. Um, okay. <laughs> anyway, as long as you know, like, all yeah, loud, I'm happy. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Lando. You do it to me usually, all the time, buddy. Usually, I'm the one doing that to others, mm-hmm. so I appreciate yeah. when you do it to me. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're doing. You're, I'm not going to feel bad for this. I'm going to feel what? superior. No, no I, I was just like He was do. thanking you. He was thanking you for giving some back. All right, yeah. nerds. Let's keep it rolling. Nerds. <laughs> uh, anyway, nerds. like Tony said, said, Creative is going to be debuting a model the this quarter, actually, by the end oh, of the year. Oh, is it Q4? Nice. Uh-huh, which Tony is definitely going to buy. Because it's brand new earbud tech. Can't resist. Yep. Um, and the interesting thing here is um, typically diaphragm-based speakers, they have to be tuned for every single model that's produced. Whereas this, it's like, it's there. You know, you, it doesn't have to be tuned. It's when it's produced, every every model is going to produce the same sound. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Super interesting. And it's, like I said, it's solid state, so you can't exactly puncture the, the diaphragm anymore. There's no membrane to break in yeah. case you drop it or um, whatever. So very... Uh, I, I keep, keep your eye out on this. It's starting out in earbuds. Uh, actually, it's been in microphones for like in, your, in your phone for the last decade, but it's, oh. it's coming out to earbuds. Um, eventually, the goal is to scale it up to like bookshelf speakers, but we're, we're not there yet. Um, like even normal over... Ear headphones, 
um, at this point they're saying they would probably have a MEMS unit for like the mids, mediums, and highs. Mm-hmm. Did that for you, Lando. And then just a normal speaker for, <laughs> for the it. low. So, Thanks, I hate it. Yeah. That yeah. Hopefully the creatives aren't too expensive because I I if they're if they're reasonably priced and don't ask me what reasonably priced is because it depends on the day, then I will pick them <laughs> up. I'll pre-order them. When you're weak. Yeah, exactly. Depends on up. how strong I'm feeling. <laughs> I wonder what I wonder what stopped them from doing this before. Do you think there's a power, some sort of power requirement that? I wonder why these solid state type of diaphragms. I mean, they've been around for in ear for a long time, right? Like, but they're wired down to a pack, right? Haven't they had in ear? No, no. This is this is their first in ear. Yeah, they've, model they've been in. Out. Didn't you say oh, they've okay. been in microphones? They've been yeah, used. Yeah, as it's been in microphones, like in I smartphones. See. So yeah. I, it doesn't say in the article, but I get the sense that scaling it up is difficult. Which and is so interesting when you think yeah. about it, because usually the problem is taking something big and scaling it down. Yeah, and now right. they're having the reverse problem. And so since microphones and smartphones are tiny and they don't actually have to output a loud volume, yeah. it, it, mm-hmm. I think it makes sense that earbuds would be more difficult than that based off of what they're saying. <laughs> Very exciting. I cool. love new tech yeah. and I love earbuds. And this is just the convergence. The guy in the article talks about some of the songs. He's talking about like how, how um, like percussion, hi-hat cymbals in particular, um, come through in a way you've never experienced before more yeah. detail he says so that's pretty cool well and the other it's gonna it, it's gonna get to the point where and i think it is for several different pairs of wireless earbuds you're not limited by the sound that can be reproduced by the earbuds you're limited by the bandwidth at which the music can be pushed you know bluetooth right. is a is a very Bottom limited background. bandwidth which is probably why oh, these no. are, i bet you money these will, these will always be wired for that reason well, no, the creative ones a, are going to be wireless. They're going to be wireless? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, wireless. Are you going to become a lossless bro, Tony? No, because the convenience of Bluetooth is just spectacular. Mm-hmm. So I can't, oh, I can't do I, it. I thought you could do lossless over Bluetooth now. Only, well, you can, you can, or at least the, but is it? the spec is out there, but you have to have the right kind of phone and the right kind of earbuds to do it. And guess what I don't and have? And the right kind of music service. And and the right kind of music service. And guess what I don't have? Any of those. <laughs> so <laughs> that's so <fair>. <laughs> there it goes. That's out the window. But all right. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, let's see. Owen, I see you have an article here about review bombing. Yeah. So... I had never, I mean, review bombing, we've talked about, I've, we've seen it before. I got my introduction re- with review bombing or read or the, the fact that reviews could be used for something other than the designed purpose. Uh, cause I'm such a, I'm such a, I don't know, just logical. Like I just see so analytical and I'm like, um, why would you ever leave a review that's not honest or why would you, did you, you not pay you attention when the last Jedi came out? No. Anyway, it, my, I got my I got <laughs> okay. my introduction to review bombing. <laughs> no, <laughs> with the uh, with the gummy bears, the Haribo uh, sugar free gummy bears. Yeah, but those were. <laughs> so that's when for, I find that's when I started seeing that yeah. you could use reviews for something that was other than the intended purpose for, for comedy for for case. anything for and yeah. my brain just was like wow well now there's a big controversy because reviews became a big deal. They've always been a big deal, but like in today's online shopping, they're even more important. And 
Um, you know, there's many companies. One I've one I've worked adjacent to. I was I was adjacent to this company, but they they buy and sell reviews, right? Like scraping reviews. If you're a if you're a, a like a doctor or something, and you want your practice to take off, you want the top reviews because people are going to look. People always look yeah. at that. Even check the I Google mean, reviews. All of them, right? And so Yelp uh, has. So what's where it's where this article comes in is that there's businesses um, that are paying for reviews for their restaurants and for their for their services, and Yelp has long been this company that you that has been known for trying to keep you know real life reviews and keep it clean and but keep it real with good reviews, bad reviews, like just honesty, right? Well, they um, they have a wall of shame. They have a new index called the a wall of shame. Is that for the business or for the reviewers? That's for the, this is for the businesses that are buying reviews. Oh, um, so because for a while, for, for a while now, the FTC has been looking at this as predatory marketing. Yeah. Um, and there's, there's a couple companies that have been investigated by the FTC and they're, they're proposing a ban um on the use of those like detest like deceptive reviews and testimonials um for the consumer but uh yelp has put um i think it's on facebook um anyway yelp put up a, a name and shame board so you can see everybody yeah. that's been buying reviews they're, they're throwing a little shade and uh they it's it's pretty crazy yeah. to see what what you can do when you scrape reviews that way, you know, and and you're not letting people. I mean, there's weird. It's a weird razor's edge because you need to moderate what people can say on a platform, right? Because anybody with any platform can say anything, so you got to watch out for hate speech. I mean, the same thing that X and all the social media platforms deal with all the time. But at the same time, you want the reviews to be honest, so you need the population to just do what their thing is for. Yeah, and you can never count on the population to not make Bodie McBoatface. Like you just can't. You just can't. You cannot rely on the population. Given, given you know, the opportunity, given it's a platform, well. giving giving the opportunity or a platform or a vote, you're going to get a mix something. Yep. And uh, and so That's a great way to put it. But they uh, they are they they threw out their their wall of shame that you can go view to see which type of companies are um, buying buying reviews and 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 basically you know shading them with their towards the positive right they'll throw in they're going to sprinkle in a few mid-range maybe one low what so that'll the, wall, up on. the wall of shame is uh trust.yelp.com slash consumer dash alerts yeah slash all um and yeah it's just a whole bunch of <laughs> yeah. um I th want to say that this information was leaked, um, and that's how Yelp got it. Um, I think that's where I think it was a Facebook lawsuit that that had to. <laughs> yeah. Watch out, Danny's garage door repair. You've been put on blast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> out of North Hollywood, California. And that's and that's unfortunate because I mean, as a as a small small business, I can see how tempting that would be. Oh yeah, buy some reviews and, so you to boost buy your some stuff. reviews. Well, you know, on to the, get a on start. The search. You know? And on yeah. the flip side, if you receive like one really bad review, it's tempting to go it buy more be, good ones to kind of outweigh the balance bad one. it out. Yeah. Yeah. So it says further in the article that that. Uh, 
Amazon declined to comment. Yeah. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you how many times I bought something on Amazon and inside the box was a little card that says leave a review and we'll send you a $20 Amazon gift card, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. And it's like, uh, okay, you want me to put a good review up there for you. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so it's... bad. I just cannot trust a single Amazon yeah. review. So, so this led me down the review bombing rabbit hole because I, I mean, I guess I'd never, I've, I've heard about like the Rotten Tomatoes review bombing, you know, yeah. like, like, Jared happens on about. Steam, happens yeah, on Rotten like, Tomatoes. I, I've heard, I've, I know, I happens kinda, on Metacritic. Yeah. And I've, I've kind of, you know, you, you kind of equate that to, or equate that to, you know, people just, the internet just being a bunch of trolls or whatever. Yep. But like, it's in, it's in every, it's in every industry almost. And there's, there's people out there that do this for a full-time job. They will go out there, they'll buy something and work regardless. They'll go to a restaurant, for instance, a really good restaurant. They'll go there and they will, or somebody that's struggling, you know, the, the middle-class restaurant and they'll go there and then they'll leave a scathing, horrible review. And then they wait for the company to come make it up to them and be like, oh, we're sorry. Cause they don't want that review there. That's going to stop that damages their business. So they're trying to make it right. Not realizing that this, this is this person's whole, like it's how they get a free doing meal. this. It's you know. how they get a free meal. It's how they get free gift cards. You know, they, they anyway. And, uh, and they just, they're like, Nope, it was horrible. There's nothing you can do to stop me. You know, I'm going to tell everybody I know. And they're like, what if we give you three months free food? And you know, it's just, hmm. anyway, review bombing yeah. is, is horrible. It's, it's low. Come on. people. Anyway, Yep. That's it. It's terrible. That's terrible, terrible, terrible. I'm surprised you've terrible. never done it, Owen. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like it, so he doesn't participate. I mean, I didn't know about it, to be fair. Oh. Ah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, now, speak- I can't. <laughs> Speaking of other things that are terrible, in my opinion, uh, Best Buy made an announcement about physical media sales, and it was not yeah. good. A lot of people are upset about this one. They will stop selling uh, physical movies. Um, Who's DVDs, upset about this one? But who Blu-rays. buys? But who buys those anymore? I know a lot of people because really? look at look at the problem in streaming land right now, where right. a streamer will just rip take it out. something off, even stuff that they produced themselves with their like own money. HBO, Willow on Disney Plus. Yeah, HBO. Looking at you, HBO, Disney Plus does Ugh. it. Netflix does it. They all do it. And so yeah. the only way you're guaranteed to be able to watch something you love later on in in the future is if you it's own a, a disc. Pirate. Oh, yep. <laughs> own the disc. Sorry. Well, yeah, yeah. I really I thought mean, you were going that way. There is yard. You can buy on <laughs> Apple, Apple, Apple movies or whatever. Yeah, or until until they it. decide they don't want to carry it anymore. Uh, you know, that's, I would hope that if you actually bought the movie on a digital service, you could still have access to it. You mean like old games on digital storefronts? Uh, like uh, the Wii U store and the Wii store. No, you're, you're right. It hasn't happened yet for movies, but I, <laughs> yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, they are still in the physical game business. Yep. So they're not pulling out of that. But hmm. yeah, it's, it's gone. It's it's going to be up to Walmart and Amazon pretty Walmart, much. They own 40, Walmart what, owns 45% of uh, physical media now, like of distribution for physical wow. media. Wow. That's how much Walmart's into it now. That's so. crazy. Look at this. Disney ceased selling physical media in Australia, according to this. That's crazy. The whole continent of Australia, they're just like, no more DVDs nah. for you. 
Yeah, we don't care about you shipping. Guys are, I've, to be fair, I have had to work with the OS Post and their shipping and their stuff. It sucks to ship things in Australia. So, well, it's a really big country with not a lot of people. You yeah. got to put things, strap it to the back of that kangaroo and slap it on the butt and hope it gets to where you told it to go. <laughs> yeah. If you slap a kangaroo on the butt, you are going to get an uppercut. We all yeah, know Well, that. you run away after that. Yeah, naturally. that's right. You have a, no, you have a long no. pole. It's legs. You can only, it can only jump forward. So you're safe. You're safe oh. behind it. Oh, you're fine. Yeah. Fine. That's right. Somebody, one of our listeners confirm that, please. I need to know somebody that slapped a, <laughs> a kangaroo in the butt. Slapped a kangaroo in the butt. Yep. All right, we got some uh, BS. We got another Toyota BS specifically. Ooh. And uh, this one is probably the coolest sounding one yet. However, it's still six to eight years off. These guys, of course it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything is perpetually, right? That's so the whole to- point of the BS. Yep. Toyota has inked a deal to mass produce solid state EV batteries with a 932 mile range. That sounds freaking amazing. 932 miles. Wow. Oh, I, I, I was I was a little off. It's five years. Five years away till production starts. But then after that, you've got to wait till it actually, well, you know. I, I think since we started BS, we I think we said back then it was always five years away, right? That's true. Always five Man, to ten years that's out. that's true. <laughs> so um, this is... fulfilling itself. They teamed up with a Japanese company, Indomitsu Kosen, to mass produce these ultra high range solid state batteries. And not only will it enable 932 miles per charge, but it will get a full charge in 10 minutes. Okay. Oh, that is nuts. Wow. This that sounds so cool. The holy grail right it here. It really is. Yeah. It, our solid and state batteries. And it's safe too. It doesn't are, light on fire. Yeah. Are solid state batteries typically lighter than, than lithium ion? Uh, I don't know if they're lighter, but they're more energy dense. And so for the amount of range you get, then yes, lighter. Oh, that's true. Right. Yeah, when yeah. You if count, you're doing yeah. range, yeah, for sure. So uh, this company has been working on these batteries uh, since 2001, and Toyota started working with them in 06, and it's now gotten to the point where they said, okay, this so will have be a working, ready have for a prime time. Yeah, this will be ready for prime time, 2028. It uses a... Uh, Solid sulfide electrolyte is what it okay. says here. So hmm. two two thousand one, and I thought my project at work was taking a long time. Yeah, you got <laughs> so nothing like, I've on been, these guys. I re- they've had people retire out of that project at this point. Yep, oh, and like sure. it, <laughs> like it says, uh, or like I was saying, they they have the goal of commercializing it by twenty twenty seven twenty twenty eight, but that's just when full scale mass production can start after that point so that's crazy we'll, we'll probably be see if this actually bears fruit it'll probably be 2029 20, I mean, 2030 I mean, that eliminates anxiety range for me nine hundred uh, yeah a thousand oh, yeah. miles and on a, a charge you could drive ten, all day in yeah. a 10 minute charge yeah I mean, if they if that's to be believed are they yep. use is toyota the last holdout for nax are they not yeah, going i think uh, they are i think I they think are they might wonder be, if this but... wonder if this is gonna this is why because you have to have a special Nah, I doubt no, it. Probably. Um, but the thing about Toyota's holdout is they don't really have any cars anyway. Yeah. That that would use it. They have a couple of hybrid electrics that have like plug-in for the first forty miles, so full electric for the first forty miles. But I think they only have one line, and it started this year. That's a full electric. They haven't done any since the Prius. 
Which was it's still all been hybrid. hybrid. Yeah. It's all been hybrid with the Prius. Huh. Up, up they until... bet on hydrogen and it lost. Yeah. It did. So they're yeah. still pushing that. I I see updates on it every once in a while. They're still pushing for hydrogen powered stuff. The funny thing about the hydrogen powered stuff is it's not like a hydrogen internal combustion engine. It's a hydrogen uh, solution that basically the way it works is it uh, it it does some sort of electronic filter like a separation or whatever that produces electricity to charge the batteries to hmm. to power the the short you know the, to power a smaller battery pack that will always be receiving constant electricity from this hydrogen solution and uh and Doesn't power it do the motor like a lock electrolysis or something yeah like something that? like that yeah it's yeah it's like something up. like that process now it uses a uh, so, well. They have two that I think they're working on, if I remember correctly. And one of them, yes, does use pressurized hydrogen tank. And then there's another one that uses Which like is uh, dangerous. Some sort of no, like uh, that sounds so safe. Other cell <laughs> thing or something. Hmm. I don't know, but yeah, they're that's even further off. If you ask me, even though it might be cool tech, but the infrastructure for that is even behind the electrical. Oh, uh, totally. You know, electric charging a huge the charging jump. infrastructure. I would say so. in the last five years, electric electric vehicles have just had such a huge boost yeah. in acceptance and whatever. Electrolysis yep. is how hydrogen is made, not right. how you get electricity. Yeah. So the gas created right but, when the hydrogen. But it, yeah, but uh, maybe maybe that's the other one they're working on. They have this pressurized hydrogen tank, and the other one uses electrolysis to make the hydrogen. I can't remember. It was a while yeah. since I was reading about it, but. It's it's, and it's then the interesting burns. stuff, hmm. um, but anyway, let's talk about uh, Elon Musk company SpaceX. Ooh. Oh, Owen, different Ooh. X company. SpaceX direct to sell service. They wanna they wanna take on the cell companies. Uh, their V two, right now you know they can't launch their big old V twos uh, satellites because they don't have the lift capacity. Until right spaceship starship launches so they've got these v2 minis but they want to run their own cell uh like a what cell is phone that jingling it's not me is it are you is someone bouncing their knee nope it's me <laughs> here's the problem it's something under my desk and it's been happening for weeks at random times <laughs> is it's it going an animal? again i can hear it again oh it's totally it's totally going and you have when a squirrel I get, under there? When I get down there <laughs> to search, <laughs> when I get down there to search, it will stop. What, what the heck? I what? Do you have an animal in your room? It's 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 like a beeping, like an alarm. Yeah, I even it's have like the reduced mic off. background noise on, and it's still beeping. We can still hear it. Oh, and you gotta figure out what that is, man. Well, while he's in the depths of his desk, what were we talking about? Uh, it oh, was SpaceX. His, this was this was his story it was one of too. His stories. So let's move on to one of Jaren's stories. Uh, let's talk about <laughs> copper. Yeah, oh, you like Comcast, right, Lando? I hate Comcast with all of my heart. Oh, okay, well they uh, <laughs> got it. Managed you find to. It? <laughs> oh yeah. What was it? It was a battery backup. Oh, okay. but Told the, ba the batteries corrupt. I usually have them just hit the the long corrupt? beat. Corrupt. Like Somebody bad. hack into your battery? Yeah, it's it's corrupt. corrupted. It's, bad. it's corrupted. I've been playing too much Baldur's Gate, man. I just stuffed a big <laughs> pillow on top of it. So they <laughs> that, that sounds should be, safe. Should that, be fine. The heat will probably just shut it off. So the it's batteries, tight. the batteries, darker. It's, it's got dark urges. It's probably fine. 
It's fine. No problem. It's no problem. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead, Jaren. We're good. Oh, is it my story still? Okay. Yeah. Or should we go back to? Uh, we Owen's can go back story. to space. You want to wrap wow, up? Wow, we are off the yeah, rails. Let's, okay. Let's oh, up. get us back. Okay. Here we go. You know, so either way, SpaceX. we're talking about internet stuff. All right, Comcast. <laughs> yeah, go for it. <laughs> no, we're doing SpaceX. Oh, okay. No, SpaceX. I want to hear about Comcast. Oh, Comcast. Okay. No, we're doing SpaceX. Okay, SpaceX. Comcast. Yay! I don't know. We're doing SpaceX. Tony, okay. Tony makes the final call. All right, here we are. So <laughs> they want to become cell phone towers in space. They've yeah, got, they've mentioned this in the past. Yeah, and they're right now Apple's kind of playing with it, right? You can you can use that detector and like point your phone to be a direct to cell connection without having to do <laughs> Yeah, and but they have Apple's, a tar- yeah, and they have a but no, it's very yeah. limited bandwidth. Uh-huh. Yeah. Extremely it's, limited. It's and text it's, only. It's, it's text and it's, only. And, and it's, it's a window. Yeah, and, and it's not it's not any of the low Earth orbit satellites. No. It's stuff that's farther out. Yeah, I mean, so we're talking like it barely has enough bandwidth to send texts yeah. and your GPS location. Yeah, so, so you have to do – it's in a window, first of all. Second of all, it has a targeting app that you have to like follow the satellite and like make sure you stay in point. Anyway. Right. Um, yeah. So, you know, SpaceX wants to do direct-to-consumer um, – direct to cell phone capability. And so if they have a diagram here where basically, and, and the other problem is they want it to a unmodified cell phone, just a standard LTE. Like oh. you wouldn't have to change your phone to do this. Um, and so basically how it works is they have the, you know, the land based talk text data. We've got the cell phone towers. They mm-hmm. go to a partner. SpaceX is, is making a Starlink ground network that will then connect to their big satellites and then beam that down to, um cell phone devices and they haven't talked about anything about how pricing or availability uh, but they have talked about i mean this is i don't know much about cell service um it says so what the heck very interesting the claim was two to four megabits uh, mbps which that's doesn't nothing. sound that's which nothing. sounds like nothing that's like um, 3g yeah um, the point being that they're starting with tech service, they're moving yeah. to voice and data service, and then IoT service um, over the next three years. So that's interesting. So they want to have a setup where, looking at the diagram they have here, you have your 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 classic cellular connection that goes from a regular cell tower to a partner operator. Uh, network to Starlink for the backbone. Mm-hmm. And then they have the other option as well, where it's Starlink satellites, low earth orbit satellites straight to the phone. Yeah. And they're, they're positioned really well for this because their satellites huh. are around the 531 kilometers above space. Whereas the other providers that do this type of stuff are much higher. Oh, uh, way higher. Yeah. yeah. Like, like iPhones, their global star thing that they're doing, they're up at 1400 kilometers. Exactly. And Iridium, which I don't know much about, they handle it. They do another one. They're at 781, whereas, um, you know, Starlink is at f- in the 550 uh, range kilometers above, above the surface. So they're positioned really well to, to, to slide in and provide a better service. Um, still they need their v2 the full v2 to do it because it's got bigger antennas mm-hmm. um and so the v2 minis can do this as kind of a there i think that's why they're phasing this in is because the v2 minis can do a version of this um like you know it can do 
It can do um, text only type stuff, emergency text, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, but the V2 full, the full, you know, thing will be able to do, have bigger radios. It's just too heavy to launch. So kind of dependent on, on, on space, on Starship to get in the air. But um, they've got a partner page. Uh, which is a very musk move, you know, say hey, all the cool people are doing it. Look, this isn't just vaporware. Look at the people that have signed on. So they've got T-Mobile in the U S Rogers in Canada, KDDI in Japan, Optus in Australia. Um, one New Zealand, uh, one NZ in New Zealand and salt in Switzerland. So <laughs> they've got some, they've got some players on board. Um, so we'll have to see if they can actually deliver again. This almost falls into the, same five to eight year yeah yeah you know that's what it feels like um anything that's but starlink starlink and tesla have been the only two that have really produced but we'll see and and the rocket system but like all of his other stuff Neuralink, the boring company they're all kind of boring. <laughs> yeah <laughs> floundering mm -hmm. so all right let's anyway. talk about internet via wire Comcast. We all love Comcast. Ooh. We all love to hate Comcast. Unless they yes. want to sponsor us, and then yeah. it's just a, <laughs> then it's just and a then, quiet, a quieter boo. And Ooh. then we will shill the ever living. It's true. I'll, be, I'll, nope. I'll switch to. If you give me free Comcast service, I'll switch, and we will shill you. All I would day never. Long. I actually. Wouldn't. I can't do it. I wouldn't switch. The upload is so slow. Can't do it. Comcast feelings aside, they are pushing some pretty awesome tech over what is a single copper wire. Mm? Um, the, They're innovating? Yeah, 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 they are. What? The the cable wires that have been in the ground forever, which is literally just a single copper wire, yeah. your coaxial cable, um, they are able to push two symmetric two gigabits up and down. Okay, I would switch now. for that. Yep. Um, through <laughs> Doxus 4.0 technology. I would switch. They're saying that Doxus 4 is actually capable of supporting up to 10 gigabits per second what? downstream and 6 gigabits upstream. That's awesome. But right now, they're only doing 2 and 2. They're starting in Colorado Springs, Colorado next week, and it's going to be in Atlanta and Philadelphia soon. However, this better be cheap as dirt because they have not had to upgrade their infrastructure to do this. It's like, not. Come on. It's, it's going to be the same, same, same or more. Uh, same pools of money, Owen. Mm. They're still going to have data caps. It's, even though you have yeah. faster speeds, you'll run out in like one hour instead, instead of, of like 10 hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, and also it doesn't say anything about uh, multiple users at once in the same neighborhood bringing down mm -hmm. speeds. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's true as well. So how, I'm, I'm impressed though. The What we can do with just a single wire, it's, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of like uh, LCD TVs. Everyone's been saying forever the LCD TVs are going to go away for better tech. And the LCD TVs just continue to improve each year, a little bit each year. And they've been able to keep up pretty darn well. Iteration is a thing. Yep. So this right is, do you think this is just a frequency change along the same copper wire then, right? It's got to be. I'll bet there's a lot you know? of that involved, yeah. Because like. Different that's... ways of, of, of. <laughs> of sending the signal or different different ways of channeling the signal and then breaking it back up with on the other yeah. side with the doxis 4.0 stuff you know i bet like this that. is going to be very urban though because it, it feels like you would have to have a lot of repeaters to push that frequency and that speed yeah consistently yeah this won't be rural folks sorry you still get no internet sucks to be you all right uh let's see 
Speaking of things eaten up all your internet bandwidth, Netflix House. Mm. What's Netflix co- House? Netflix House is a place you can go to experience Netflix things. Why would I want to do this? Like this a brick is, and mortar Netflix it's a thing? Brick, it's literally a brick and mortar thing. What? You can go here and buy Stranger Things t-shirts, uh, buy their merch. Um, maybe, maybe they said it's been, it's been teased that maybe there'll be a squid games obstacle course that you could, that you could go through. If you um, lose, you die, but if, it's there. I don't know. Like what happens if I would assume that they would have to reward you if you win. Okay. Owen. On Owen. Okay. Why, why would I want to do this? Why do I, why do I want a Netflix store? Why can't I can't, this is, just do like store.netflix.com and have a exactly. shopping store there? The, and this is their point. They said, Hey, we know that this is not a money maker. They have built this into an idea that it's more for marketing, mm. um, building on what Disney kind of does. Disney has built in to their, to their stores, a marketing proponent for their, for their, um, merch, the, the parks right you go there and that's where you buy their overpriced merch and they can charge whatever they want because you're buying it at the place netflix is thinking real but netflix is thinking the same thing here's here's something else you could do at the netflix house what if you got a meal served to you from one of the iron chefs from their shows so you could have like you know all, all that yeah totally but that's what they're banking on. You're there for the experience, right? You're going huh. there. And their whole point, though, is not to provide these merch, these services, these, I mean, the experiences. It's to build their, uh, what does it say here? To build their their what, fandom. Like brand? Uh, yeah. Um, they had a word that I was like, oh, yeah. Um, but they want to raise their, they want to raise their, basically their, their street says- cred. Promote fandom around its original programming. Yeah. yeah. So, so basically, being like, you know, it's a, you can go there and then maybe you'll see a show or, oh, I want to try that. Like, or this, I don't know. This to me screams of, we think you like our brand a lot more than you actually like our brand. This screams to me that <laughs> somebody, <laughs> this seems to me that somebody got a hold of the extra revenue that Netflix is charging. And got to have a pet project or something. I don't know. Like, yeah, well, <laughs> like, geez. I just don't know what I would do there. I mean, I if I wanted merch, I can buy that anywhere. Yeah. Now the Iron Chef stuff—that's kind of cool. Like, that's different. That's like, unique. if because there's a ton of reality shows on there. Like, like, I mean, I'm I'm probably never gonna go to a Gordon Ramsay restaurant, or maybe I am when I'm rich. But like, you go into a into a restaurant where, or go into the Netflix house and have a Gordon Ramsay, burger, French dip, you know, they're like, that'll be $800, please. Yeah, exactly. So maybe I could have a, if they did a nailed it experience where I could go and try to make a cake like they do on nailed it and just completely. Wouldn't you like to go compete on a terribly (laughs) like, like as a look at, think of as a corporate, like as a corporate retreat or something like, wouldn't you like to go as a team building exercise and do like all American bake off or whatever, like where you do that, where you guys were doing, has everybody sat and watched those where they're like, Oh, I wonder what he's going to do for the corn stalks. Oh, he's decided to use green beans. Like, have you ever watched those shows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah <for sure. laughs> like, would that be fun to do that? Like as a, I want to say as a corporate <laughs> team building, but I hate those events, but like some people don't. So, um, I, maybe Jaron doesn't, but everyone else does. Yeah. So, Hey, hey, 
Anyway, you seem like the corporate team building type, Jaron. Oh, I'm all about that corporate synergy. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, the S word. That tracks. All right. Let's see. Um, Last thing I think we're going to talk about today is an interesting Kickstarter that's been catching uh, the attention of a few different uh, tech blogs out there. It's a digital film cartridge that's shaped like an old film canister, like roll of film that you put in SLR cameras so you can use your old mechanical SLR cameras like digital cameras. Oh, that's Whoa. cool. Yeah. Uh, now, it there it, it's not quite... It would be awesome if it was just the the thing that looks like an old roll of film, but there obviously you're not going to be able to fit everything you need for that in there. Uh, so it does have a like a one inch thick base that you connect to the bottom of the phone as well, but it's still not any smaller or larger than a lot of the DSLRs out there. But uh, it uses a twenty megapixel Sony Micro Four Thirds processor. And micro Four Thirds, nice. Yeah, Micro Four Thirds fits into the back of any thirty-five millimeter film camera, and doesn't require any camera modification. You just hmm. put it in like you do film, it's and got then a little it, pinhole for the yeah. for the light to hit on, yep. which goes onto some sensor, and then just and it goes onto that sensor exactly. Wow, so super cool. Yeah, it's got that base that you connect to the bottom um, that has the processor in there for. Uh, running like the LCD, 1.5-inch LCD screen, uh, handling the SD card storage, stuff like that. and uh, But it's basically like a battery grip for the higher-end DSLRs this, and things Has this like thing that. funded fully on there yet? I bet it's, I bet it's uh, doing great. You know, I haven't checked to see if it's funded fully yet, but uh, it can... Re- yes, it is funded fully. It well, is there you at 257000 Yeah, of the $27,000 goal. Oh, so it's a 10 yeah. times the amount right now. Yeah. Yep. It can record in RAW and JPEG, as well as do 4K60 FPS video. Um, it does, you can do black and white, color, different color presets, including ones inspired by Kodachrome and Fujifilm, if you want to do something that's reminiscent of those old uh, films that are developed on. And uh, there is something on, I mean, there is a, a 2x crop factor because of the uh, micro four thirds aspect of it and whatnot uh so the one of the kits the i'm i'm back film kit includes a 0.45x lens adapter and it widens the lens and gets it kind of closer to the original focal length that uh that that changes because of the uh the way the sensor is so all in all pretty cool looking it is kind of pricey i mean you're looking at a minimum buy-in of 600 bucks 595 Ooh, that and it, is pricey. <clears throat> yeah, and it goes up from there. But if you really like your old 35-millimeter camera and it's a really nice camera, might right. be worth it. For, for photography like nerds, that. that's not a lot of money. Yeah. That's true. That's yeah. also that's a like right. someone saying, yeah. oh, yeah, you know, a 4090, 1000 bucks, mm, that's a lot of money. But you're going, no, that's a great deal. Right? You're, you're so right. It depends on your th- hobby. Fair this point. isn't for – this is for hobbyists. This isn't for yes. people like you and me who no. just want to get a camera. Yeah, yep. and so. they're competing in that kind of mid-range camera space for a fully digital one, right? For a brand new. Yeah, yeah. For a, for a uh, mid-range DSLR, you're looking right. between like four four and eight hundred bucks, maybe up right. to 
nine or a thousand uh from last time i looked at it anyway i haven't yeah. looked in a long time so anyway, I just thought that was pretty cool. Um, there's a couple. Cool. There's a couple of other companies out there that already do stuff like this, uh, but it requires like modifying the body of the camera and things like this. This is much more of a plug and play solution. So. Yeah, this one looks like it has a little ribbon that comes out that you can yep. connect up to a. That's what you connect to the the battery base yeah. at yeah. the bottom that has the processor and everything in it. So yeah. it's That's nice cool. and simple. All right, there you go. That is the end of today's episode. We'll end on that. And uh, before we go, big shout out to our awesome Patreon backers. That was a really, really bad transition. Uh, Jaron, go ahead with those. <laughs> uh, you didn't even explain what Patreon was. Patreon so digital chip jar. Good enough. Thanks to David Broshinsky, Connor Keesaw, <laughs> Wiffleball Tony, our ultra special tech daddies. Thank you to Upskilled Triantula. <laughs> not tarantula but triantula yeah that's how it's spelled i yeah. love that yeah. so much <laughs> i i agree thanks i hate it whoever you are <laughs> it's probably twyman i bet yeah, it's twyman. Freaking i love that twyman. so much it. andy bird mm. be the eight-year-old travis johnson check out the new Baldur's gate 3 custom tech stickers at pie man graphics on etsy Jeremy, No Name, No Color, Kesslow, Eric Steinman, Eric Cruz, Nathan Motzkus, Matt Nelson. Y'all should check out Hendrix Craftsman on Insta and TikTok. Me, speechless like a Japanese video game, dot, dot, dot. Josh D., Dick Messerly, Adam, Aaron Faulkner, Stuart Lloyd, Joe, please cancel my subscription to your issues. Ryan M. and Adam Hecht. I think he's talking to you, Lando. Hmm? Your issues. Yeah. Thank issues? you, Patreons. Thanks, Patreon backers. <laughs> I don't understand. You, sh- you could still, can you still subscribe? There? Are we still pushing people to join up there? You get uh, if you do, if you do, you get to join our nifty Patreon channel. You get the in between. The in between. That's what. That's that's yep. what it's about. Yeah, it's my favorite part go. of the show. Hmm. All right. Well, until next week or two days from now, if you listen to Geek Show Arcade, because why not? Uh, Lando, take us out. Just ask the accountant instead. He actually does more than the help desk staff. Be an end user. <laughs>